0: We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPN to receive a three-athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of your free picks and podcasts. You are listening to the Champions League Key Game Show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at the Soccer Gambling Podcast. That's at soccer at soccer. We are currently on a 5-0 free play run, so it's worth following that account just to get those free plays. But of course, all of my additional content is over at lockbetting.com. We have guided our clients to over 100 months of transparent track profit. What that means is for over eight years, eight years and four months to be exact, I haven't had a single Losing month in sports betting. I'm also on a fifteen in one lock run across my SGPN shows. And if you want to get my additional content, head over to lockbetting.com and sign up. It is transparent track profit because I use Patreon, which is kind of like a social media, and it allows everybody to comment. So when I posted my PNLs every single month. Somebody would have called me out on anything if it wasn't true, but I genuinely have delivered those 100 months of profit. The reason I use Patreon because it allows me to be transparent. However, the drawback of Patreon is simply the fact that you get billed as soon as you signed up. So if you sign up now, you are taking the risk of only making a profit for two weeks, and then you'll get billed again On the 1st of November. So if you want to wait until the 1st of November, it's completely understandable. We are well on our way to our 101st month of Transparent Track Profit after a massive weekend with the soccer this weekend. So if you want to wait, by all means, wait and then sign up for Lockbetting.com at the end of the month. So in time for November, in fact, do it on November the 1st. If you do it on the 31st, you'll get billed for the entire month for that single day. So actually wait until November the 1st and be a part of that 102nd month. My overall lock run across all of my content at the moment, my lock run, including SGPN shows and bonus content over at lockbetting.com is 23 and 3. And in addition to that, as I said, we are well on our way to our 101st month. Landed a one-unit winner on the MLB playoffs last night. Loads and loads of content at the moment. We have UFC, we have MLB, we're well into the NFL season. We have domestic soccer, we have the Champions League, which we're covering right now. There really is no better time to get involved with sports betting with so much going on. And if you want to make money, guaranteed money, LockBetting.com has the record. As I said, 100 months of transparent track profit over there. Also, what you'll get over there, one of the incentives to sign up now, not for the top package, but simply just one of the podcast package, packages, which is much, much cheaper, is to go over there and get your bonus podcast for the Champions League. You are currently listening to the key game show, but over at LockBetting.com, we do a show particularly for Tuesday's games, and we close out with a Tuesday lock. We do a full show covering all of Wednesday's games tomorrow, and we close out with a Wednesday lock. We also do the Europa League show. Now, the Europa League show follows the format of the European show exclusive to lockbetting.com and the international shows that we do here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, where we take a selection of games from across the slate. And then break them down on one podcast. So it's almost like getting six or seven premium picks for the price of a podcast pack. And the podcast pack is just $15 a month. And that's well worth the money whenever you sign up. So I recommend signing up for that now over at Lockbetting.com. But we are here for the Champions League key game. So let's begin with our first game. We are going to start with Liverpool's trip to Atletico Madrid. Liverpool are actually the away favorites here after making a very good start to the Champions League. They are available here at 6 to 5. Atletico are the 11 to 5 home underdogs and it's 12 to 5 here on the draw. For me, this is actually the group of death and any two teams that come out of this group have done pretty well. I did pick Liverpool and Atletico to go through here from this group with Liverpool winning the group. And it does look like I'm going to be right about that. But obviously, it's too early to judge here after two games. Obviously, if Liverpool win two games here against Atletico Madrid, that's going to put them in a difficult predicament with just four points from four games, especially if there's any um, anyone who significantly comes out better from the two games between Porto and AC Milan. But at the moment, Liverpool are clear on six points. Atletico Madrid have four points off the back of an away win against AC Milan. Porto just won and Milan on zero points here with two defeats so far. So Liverpool with two wins will pretty much put them. Through, And I think they'll be targeting that so that they can um, start concentrating on the EPL because they are currently doing very well in the EPL as well. Haven't lost a game all season in all competitions. A very good start for Jurgen Klopp's men, but this is difficult. This is a team that have previously knocked Liverpool out of the Champions League. So Liverpool will be targeting some revenge, but none of this makes any of this a foregone conclusion because this is Atletico Madrid, the Spanish champions. And even though the Spanish league has weakened, Atletico Madrid are still a strong team here at the Wanda. They are unbeaten in their last 12 games, at home, winning eight and drawing four, and they've won three of the last four matches. The hosts won also when these sides met back in February 2020, ended up winning both those games, um, and uh, former striker Luis Suarez will be featuring here in this game. He gets to play here against Liverpool, and he gets to return to Anfield. He's in good form too. He has scored four goals in his last four games for the Spanish champions. I think the strongest play here would be to take both teams to score. I do like Atletico Madrid to avoid a defeat here. I don't think Liverpool are going to go here to the Wanda and win this game. So Atletico Madrid on the double chance does offer some value for me at around about eight to thirteen. However, I do think both teams will find a net. Now in Atletico, you're looking at one of the teams that are notoriously one of the strongest defensive teams in Europe. But in Liverpool, you're looking at a team that are just completely gun-ho. So it's very difficult to see Atletico keeping a clean sheet here against Liverpool and It's difficult to see Liverpool keeping a clean sheet themselves, given the gung-ho, heavy metal style of football that they play. This Liverpool side have been red hot away from home so far this season. They've already scored 22 goals in five away games so far. However, this Spanish side have also scored exactly two goals in six of their 10 matches so far this season. So they too are capable of scoring. Sometimes it needs to be with their backs to the wall. They often uh, approach big games with a high defensive block, looking not to get beaten. But once their backs are up against the wall and they have to get back into games, they've shown that they're capable of doing it. They've certainly got the players there that are capable of doing it. When you're looking at a team that have uh, Jal Felix, Luis Suarez and Anton Griezmann, there are goals in this team. So it's difficult to see Atletico not scoring. It's difficult to see Liverpool not scoring, given the record. And looking at the price here of 10 to 11, yes, and 10 to 11, no, I think all the value moves over to yes here for this game. So my main lean is going to be for both teams to score. I also think Atletico can avoid a defeat there. And I like them on the double chance market here at 8 to 13 to avoid a home defeat here. Again. Against Liverpool in this one up next we look at a game that could be a group decider and it certainly looks like it will be all guns blazing tonight when Atletico Madrid Take on Ajax. This is a game a lot of people are looking forward to. Both of these teams have begun with 100% records and both of them will be targeting the same thing, which is winning the two games against each other, putting them in a strong position in the group to win the group and then concentrating on their domestic campaign. Obviously a bigger priority for Dortmund because they are in a tougher domestic league, but they are the underdogs here to win at Ajax tonight. They are available here at two to one. It's three to one on a draw, and Ajax are the 11 to 10 favourites to win this game. I think that is a little bit short here on IX. When you're looking at the personnel here in these two teams, you have to agree that Dortmund have the better players. And in Erling Haaland, they have a player that can just get you into a winning position by just taking half a chance at any time. So I think Dortmund are a very live underdog here. It's worth looking at the goals here, but you're not getting too much value. Both teams to score is available at under, at worse, sorry, than minus 200. It's available at two to five. And even if If you tack on over two and a half goals onto that and parlay the two selections together, you're only getting four to six. And that's the same price as Borussia Dortmund to avoid a defeat here. So forget the upset, forget the money line, forget taking him as a pick. You're getting value here at 4-6-150 just for Dortmund not to lose this this game. Dortmund come into this having won seven of their last eight games and both teams have actually scored in six of those victories. Dortmund do have just one clean sheet in their last 12 games across all competitions and Erling Haaland, who I mentioned, has now scored 13 goals in his last eight games for club and country. That's a ridiculous record. He's going to be a difficult man to stop tonight. If both these teams are creating chances in a wide-open game. I want the best goal scorer in the world on my team. So I'm going to go for Dortmund to definitely avoid a defeat in this game. That's going to be my strongest play here. That's available at 4-6, minus one fifty with a side lean here on Dortmund and both teams to score, which is available at a crazy 4-1. to one. Definitely worth a little sprinkle on that as this is going to be an action-packed game, but a lean that Dortmund will do enough here to win it. But my strongest play, as I said, I'll reiterate, is for Dortmund to not lose tonight. And I think there's decent value on that here at four to six minus 150, as I don't think Ajax should be an 11 to 10 favorite. I have this game as a toss up. And personally, if I was pricing it up, I would have both teams at six to four, six to four plus 150 to win it with the draw being around about two to one. But I'm not a bookie. The bookies see it differently. And hopefully my opinion is correct. And we can take advantage of that here in this one. Up next, the last game we're going to look at here for Tuesday's slate will be PSG at home to RB Leipzig. This is a game in Manchester City's group. Manchester City today kick off at 5.45 UK time, 12.45 East. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain here are available at 8 to 15. Now, this is moving in the wrong direction here for PSG. They were 2-5 to five yesterday. As I'm recording, they are 8-15. to 15. Don't understand the reason here for the line movement. As far as I know, Lionel Messi is back here to play this game. Kylian Mbappe is in decent form. Uh, Sergio Ramos hasn't been fit all season, so he won't be playing anyway. I know Di Maria is out of this game, but, but nothing here significant to see this kind of line movement that worries me. So PSG 8-15, 7-2 on the draw and 9-2 to two here on RB Leipzig. Suddenly, there's just value on taking PSG as a money line piece. They're actually available at 7-5 to five to cover a minus 1.5 handicap. And the minus 1 is currently at even money. Now, that is a selection that pushes if PSG just win this by a single goal. I'm more confident about taking that minus 1 than I am about taking them here on the minus 1.5 here. Obviously, because um, you're you're more safe by them just winning by a single goal. But there are scenarios where this team can just win by a single goal. They could go a goal down because they aren't very um, tight at the back, despite the fact they have decent players here at the back. They push up too far up the pitch and leave themselves susceptible to counters. They're, they're sloppy of set pieces. There is a sloppiness here to this PSG team and that complacency can be okay in the French League because you can roll back and win games, but it won't necessarily be good for you here in the Champions League long term. I think they'll be fine here again. Against RB Leipzig. RB Leipzig are a team who have 100% gone backwards. Now, I predicted that earlier on in the season on the Bundesliga preview. I said this team should not be. Minus 400 to qualify for the Champions League again. They're dealing with a loss of players. Most importantly, they're dealing with the loss of Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann is the man that guided this team into the Champions League and made them regulars here. He's the reason they're sitting there as, at the start of the season as minus 400 to qualify again. But that's a lot to overcome, the loss of your key person the manager the guy who guided you to everything and a lot of the weapons around that they were just not going to automatically recover and it's shown they've been terrible in the Bundesliga so far this season particularly away from home where they've lost three of their five the one away game this season that they've won has been in the cup against lower lower league Sandhusen in the Champions League so far they've lost both of the Champions League games PSG have won all six of their home games so far this season and four of those victories have been by two goals or more and Kylian Mbappe has managed a goal and an assist in each of his last three matches for club and country. So I think this all builds to PSG winning this game comfortably. As I said, they can be sloppy, so I'm not going to take the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here at seven to five. I'm also not going to be as as secure and chalky as taking just the money line here. But what I am going to do is I'm going to middle the two selections here. So I'm going to take PSG minus one on the Asian handicap line that's available at even money. As I said, the minus 1.5 means you need them to win by two. A money line is a money line. The minus one means they can win the game, but they need to win it by two for you to cash. If they win by a single goal, you are pushing. If they draw or lose this game, you are losing. I don't think there is any danger of that. I think PSG win this game. Don't know the reason for the line movement. I researched everything here with this lineup. I know about the suspensions, the incomings, the outgoings. And from what I can see, there's nothing really to worry about here from the available players that will be playing in tonight's game. My understanding is the team may be Donnarumma, Hakimi, Marquinhos, Kempembe, Mendes, Verratti, Gay, Herrera, Lionel Messi returning from uh, South America, Mario Roca. And Mbappe. And I almost feel that front three gives you a little bit more balance than playing the glamour front three of Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe. Because in that front three, you don't have that out and out striker. You don't have that real number nine there. You don't have the Akadi, the Haaland, the Lewandowski, the Cristiano Ronaldo, that type of player that would really make that the elite front free in world football what you have is three players that are very much the same they like to go and get the ball from deep and create things so you have three players that are very very similar yes and Mbappe likes to pull a little bit wider and Messi likes to drop a little bit deeper and and play a real number 10 role and Neymar likes to do the same but you don't have a player that doesn't give a shit about going outside of the box and getting the ball. You don't have that box player to latch onto the scraps, the rebounds, the crosses, the tappings, the, the bouncy balls. You don't have that normally when you play that front three. You do have that with a Cardi. So for me, this is the best front three because if you're choosing one player to take out out of Messi, Neymar and Kylian Mbappe, Messi, for me, is by far the best player. And then it's Mbappe. Neymar's the worst out of that three. He's the one you don't need. So I feel that this is a balanced front three. I'm not bothered about Neymar not playing here. I think this team is more than good enough to beat a Leipzig team Who's only away win this season has come in the German Cup against a team in the, in, the, in the lower divisions. And their away record in the Bundesliga has seen them lose three from five. They're also 100% in the Champions League in terms of 100% losing. So not worried about this selection at all. Not worried about the line movement. PSG win this game. It's just a case of whether they do or do not cover the handicap here. But you're covered because if you're pushing, if they win and don't, and you're winning if they do, and that one is available, even money. PSG minus one on the Asian handicap line here for this one. Up next, we'll move on to Wednesday's games. And we're covering this one just because... It's a must-win situation. And this Barcelona team are looking like they could go out of the Champions League here in the group stage. That would be an absolute disaster here for Ronald Koeman. And the book's... Actually have them going out. The group winner of this group, which was our lock here on the show at the start of the season, we predicted Bayern Munich to win this group. That is now available at 1 to 16 minus 1600. Benfica at 8 to 1 to win the group. Barcelona 20 to 1 and Dynamo Kiev at 80 to 1. The straight forecast market number 1 and 2 see Bayern Munich and Benfica, the combination of Bayern Munich and Benfica at 4 to 6 with Bayern Munich and Barcelona all the way out to 13 to 8. Both teams to qualify from the group. Bayern and Benfica four to seven, Barcelona and Bayern Munich six to four plus one fifty. And just to qualify from the group. Barcelona are now at 13-8 with Benfica, the favourites here, at 4-7. That tells me that Barcelona are in big trouble. And the manner of their defeat last time away to Benfica tells me they're in big trouble. They've been comprehensively bashed so far here in their two Champions League games. Barcelona sit bottom of the group. Two games played, two lost, two 3-0 defeats with a minus-six goal difference. This is... As must win, as must win gets. But, but if they can win these two games against Dynamo Kiev and Benfica lose twice to Bayern Munich. Suddenly the whole group turns around. Benfica have to go to the new Camp and Barcelona put themselves in a position to qualify but they have to take six points here against Dynamo Kiev and they have to win the game at the new Camp against Benfica and suddenly I think that puts them in a strong position to qualify here from this group because Benfica they've only got um, four points so far because they've already dropped points in their game against Dynamo Kiev. So if Barcelona don't do that and Benfica do lose these two games, even if Benfica could draw one of these games, Barcelona go one point ahead of Benfica. They then play Benfica. And by the time Barcelona play Bayern Munich next, Bayern Munich are already going to have won this group. So they may be resting players for that. So I think... Rather than covering this game, I'm going to give you a pick here. I have a little sprinkle on Barcelona to qualify. You're never going to see them at a price this big. They're available at 13 to 8 with a real possibility that they could go on and win three games in a row. For this particular game, if you want a selection for it, I'd be looking at Barcelona and over two and a half goals. There's a real possibility that Dynamo Kiev could contribute towards the scoring in this over two and a half. But at the same time, Barcelona could win this game 3-0. They scored three goals at the weekend against Valencia. They have won four of their six home games so far this season. However, they failed to keep a clean sheet in five of their six home games. But Dynamo Kiev have conceded two or fewer in 29 of their last 35 Champions League fixtures. So... That worries me a little bit in terms of Dynamo Kiev keeping it cagey and Barcelona having to find a breakthrough in this game. But ultimately, I think Barcelona win. I think they'll find a way to to win in Kiev. And I think there will be all that will be all on the line when Barcelona face Benfica at the new Camp. So that's going to be a key game. And at the moment, giving the run of the two teams, I think there's significant value on Barca still to qualify at 13 to 8 at the moment so you're going to get a little free bonus futures play on this show futures lean on barcelona still to qualify here available at 13 to 8 up next we'll look at that other game where it's significant because barcelona are needing Bayern munich to do them a favor here against benfica Bayern munich are available at two to five to do that favor it's four to one on the draw and it's seven to one here on benfica Bayern Munich bounced back from a home defeat against Eitrich Frankfurt before the international break by smashing Bayer Leverkusen five one at the weekend. So that was a unbelievable performance. It was five and at half time. They took the second half off. So it's very, very difficult. To see Bayern Munich not winning this game again, Bayern have won twelve the last thirteen Champions League away games. Drawing the other, Benfica have not beaten Bayern in their last four attempts, with three losses and a draw. And Serge Gnabry is the informed player here. He's scored five goals in his last seven appearances for club and country. You cannot back against Bayern Munich here in this game. As to um, as as Bayern Munich are two to five to win it, I'm going to tack on over two and a half goals here for a little bit more value. Very difficult to see Bayern Munich playing in a game where there isn't three goals. That would probably mean they have to keep a clean sheet. And even being 5-0 up at half-time against Bayern Leverkusen, they didn't keep a clean sheet in that game. This team just don't keep clean sheets. So I think Benfica could contribute towards the scoring. And even if they don't, Bayern could score three goals here. So it's worth tacking on the over anyway. The over two and a half goals. Bayern and over two and a half goals takes this one up to even money. So I think there's decent value there. And I do think that Barcelona will get that favour. Therefore, as I said, this group will be wide open. Barcelona could be just one point behind Benfica tonight with Benfica needing to go to Bayern and Barcelona playing Dynamo Kiev and then having to play Benfica at home. So it looks bleak for Barcelona, but it could quickly turn around with a win for themselves and a favour here from Bayern Munich. Final game we are going to cover, of course, it's going to be Manchester United here at home to Atalanta. Now, I noticed that uh, Sean Green was doing a podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles. And I said to the guys, we should do a podcast on Manchester United. Now, they basically laughed that off. So I just want to gauge what the interest would be from people... To do a specific Manchester United podcast every week, me talking about Manchester United, talking about the the individual performances of players, talking about the look ahead games, talking about the Oleg and Solskjaer situation, who I potentially want to come in, the likelihood of him to go out, uh, what our ambitions are for the rest of the season, just a week to week because Man United is a story. Every single week in itself. So, if there is any interest in that, then please let me know on my Twitter account. That's at sgp soccer at sgp soccer. While we're on the subject of Sean Green, obviously Sean and Ryan the guys are killing it here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. Uh, Sean Green is killing it out on the comedy scene. But one of the mistakes that Sean Green made throughout his life is that he didn't use keeps keeps offers a simple stress-free way to keep your hair convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months you don't have to leave your home low-cost treatments start at just ten dollars per month and keeps offers generic versions so Head over to Keeps. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results. So act fast. Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. So don't make the same mistake Sean Green did, where you now have to wear a baseball cap every time you're on stage and every time you're on the video. Go to Keeps.com and use the promo code SGP. So Keeps.com slash SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps K-E-E-P-S dot com slash S-G-P to get your first month for free. Now, obviously, I've trolled Sean Green pretty hard here on this segment of the show, but there's a reason for that. And uh, I want you guys to have a listen to this.
1: Since Since we're pumping things that are awesome, before we get into the game, Sean, we should remind people, Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed, debut of the Hockey Gambling Podcast, going to be spinning that off to a new feed soon. If you haven't found it, we have a prop only, a dedicated prop feed called the Propcast. Mm. Subscribe to that. Any other any other feeds we want to plug real quick? We got room for one more. Well, you mentioned the NHL. You mentioned the Propcast. And, I'm just uh, saying we can give college it... football experience oh, Shout out to Colby. Wow, look at you giving Colby Even, a well, Get Colby, married. Colby's cranking out podcasts on his honeymoon, so yeah. I, I feel like his poor wife. The first day they're married, she's watching like Tuesday night football app state so uh shout out to colby playing through the the uh you know i mean he's, he went on a hell of a road trip still cranking out the episode so kudos to colby yep. follow uh the college experience get get in over there and i guess we should say if you're betting the mlb playoffs mlb gambling podcast so let's go nba gambling podcast coming back Ooh. sean we have a lot of podcasts. you got to subscribe to them all that's yeah. the deal. well key. the easy ways. To- how much do you love me how much do you love me? How much uh, do you love Moon? Uh, and here the comes uh, here comes Boston Caffer. <laughs> what am I, the black sheep? Oh, here A we go. The <laughs> Podcast, of course. Wow, you didn't mention my podcast. All right, should we start, Sean? <laughs> we will. Uh, let's get into it. And, of course, download that app, man, and and Fantasy Football as well. We got it all. Download the app so you never miss a show. We got all the uh, pods on there. I was just a guest on the three-dog Thursday with our man TJ. So, uh, so much fun content. All right, let's get into it. Before we do, shut up, PropSwap.com. Baseball playoffs are here.
0: Wow, wow, wow. My podcast didn't get mentioned. He actually said, speaking of things are awesome and didn't mention this show. What, what, What's not awesome about it? 15 and one lock runs are not awesome. Being 26 and five for my lock so far this season isn't awesome. Winning people money nearly every single week isn't awesome. Being here winning people money for seven years isn't awesome. I think not only was this disrespectful to me. This was disrespectful to soccer in general. So here is what we are going to do in response. I am offering everybody here a additional free play here. I'm giving you an additional free play straight from lock and it will be a premium play and I'm offering it to all you guys. Here's what I need you to do. Every time we do a podcast here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, the Sports Gambling Podcast account at... Gambling podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. They post it on their Twitter account as well, so there is a link to the podcast via the Twitter post that they post out. I will actually retweet it on my Twitter account, which is at sgb soccer at sgb soccer. I want you to look out for that tweet. I want you to like the tweet. Obviously, I want fifty likes, and I want fifty responses simply saying hashtag respect soccer. That's hashtag respect soccer. If I see 50 likes and 50 hashtags saying hashtag respect soccer, just that, just underneath their post when this podcast goes out, I will give all of you a free play. If we don't get to 50, if we don't get to the 50 likes and the 50 hashtags, if I see you are someone who has participated and has done both, I will personally DM you the free play. So once again, to reiterate what I want to do, at Gambling Podcast, they will post out this podcast. There will be a link to it, and you'll, it will lead to the Sports Gambling Podcast website. When you see that, you can either find it on their timeline, or I'm going to retweet it. At Soccer. that's at SGP Soccer. I'm going to retweet it anyway, and all you need to do is like it and go underneath it and just simply put respect, hashtag, uh, sorry, hashtag respect soccer. That's hashtag respect soccer so uh, we are not disrespected and excluded again because i think 15 and 1 lock runs 26 and 5 lock run for the season and um, 7 years of profit transparent and tracked here is pretty decent and soccer shouldn't be overlooked so i think we are doing pretty awesome and uh, i want to let the guys know about it so moving on to teams that are not doing awesome Let's now talk about Manchester United here at home to Atalanta. I am going to this game. I'm leaving as soon as I've done this show, going to a theme park with my son, Alton Towers, going to Man United versus Atalanta, staying there for a couple of days, watching WWE Crown Jewel at the cinema, a bonus podcast about Crown Jewel over at Lockbent.com as well. And then uh, watching Venom on Friday, not know what I'm doing on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm going to be watching Manchester United versus Liverpool. And I am worried that that is going to be an embarrassing home defeat. Now, ironically, Jose Mourinho's last game as Manchester United manager came against Liverpool, where Liverpool beat us. That was enough for the board to get rid of Jose Mourinho. Could it be the same for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Well, probably not if he wins this game. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer just finds a way to win games to, to save his job. And with their backs up against the wall here. I can see Manchester United finding a way here to win this game. I think this game is going to see both teams scoring. Man United's defence looks like complete buttermilk at the moment. Um, Harry Maguire wasn't fit enough to play. He was an absolute liability against Leicester. Yet I think he'll end up playing again. Uh, Rafa Varane wasn't in the team. He'll still not continue to play. Lindelof doesn't give me any faith either. So I think there's absolutely no way that this free-scoring Atalanta team don't somehow manage to find a net here at Old Trafford. But at the same time, it's difficult to stop Man United scoring as well. Whereas we've um, only kept a clean sheet of one game this season, conceded in all the others, we have scored in every game so far this season but one. So I think there's a very, very good chance that we'll find the net here. But... Atalanta are a live dog. Don't get me wrong here. Under normal circumstances, Atalanta would be a live dog. I just feel that there's going to be a response here from United. There has to be. And to be honest with you, I've reached a point where I'm not bothered if there is or isn't. Because if we end up losing this game and then losing to Liverpool, it's the end of Ole Solskjaer. We then get somebody who is rightfully entitled to manage this squad. Antonio Conte, Zinazine Zidane, one of those two will come in and they will manage this squad. This squad, this this dream team, this FIFA team, this should be challenging not only for the Premier League, but for the Champions League as well. Talking about this team just challenging and finishing in the top four isn't good enough. Look at the team. Luke Shaw is one of the best left-backs in the world. David De Gea on his day is one of the best keepers in the world. The centre-back carrying of Maguire and Varane is elite. Varane is undoubtedly one of the top three defenders in the world, has been for about half a decade. Wan-Bissaka, yes, I think he's a liability at right-back. He's had a terrible start to the season. That is somewhere where I'd be looking to replace. In defensive midfield, I'd be looking to get somebody in there. I don't think Metomene or Fred or Matic are good enough for Manchester United. But in Fernandes and Pogba, we've got two of the best creative midfielders in the world. Up top, it's embarrassing the number of riches we have. We've got Sancho wide, Rashford wide, Greenwood wide, uh, Anthony Martial Uh, Cavani, Cristiano Ronaldo, it's an embarrassment of riches. This team should be doing a lot better and we need a better manager to take us to our potential. Otherwise, it's going to be another season without a trophy and scraping through to the top four. So I'm not fussed whatever way this goes. United have actually lost seven of 12 Champions League games under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. United have won once in their last four at home and Atalanta have won five and drawn one. Of their seven Champions League trips with uh, Ilicic being in form, scoring five times across his last three games. That is a return to form. Um, Joseph Ilicic was a key player for Atalanta a couple of years ago and had a bit of a drop off. I think he suffered with mental health during the pandemic. And um, he seems to be back at form now, which is good to see because he, you know, on his day... ...is one of the best creative midfielders in the world... ...and uh, he could be dangerous here against Manchester United. Uh, Atalanta come into this having scored 17 goals across this run of seven away trips in the Champions League that I mentioned earlier. That's an average of 2.4 goals per game. They'll be difficult to stop. My main lean here will be for both teams to score and over two and a half goals. Both teams to score individually at one to two is a little bit short for me, but adding the over 2.5 here gets you the price of seven to ten. I think that there will be over three goals in this game because neither of these teams are bothered about defending and Manchester United, quite frankly, cannot at the moment. So that's going to be the main lean. I'm hoping that Manchester United can get the win because um, Champions League qualification is essential for us. We want to be in the Champions League, of course. But at the same time, there is a part of me now that's just done with this. I love Olegonosolcha. He's a lovely, lovely man. I, in case you guys didn't hear it last time, I spoke about this story before. There were players that were coming out and um, there were players that were stopping their cars outside the training ground and meeting people. And signing one or two autographs uh, outside the ground when the players park up. The, the players park their cars and then get on the team bus that goes to the hotel. During that time, a few of them sign autographs. Some of them just go straight on the bus. Like your Pogba's, Marcus Rashford's, uh, Mason Greenwood's. Um, pretty arrogant of them um, and expected really from some of those. Rashford's a bit of a surprise. But yeah, some of them go onto the bus. And, and some of them go off and sign in sections. So like four players will come off. And they'll go to different parts and they'll, and they'll wander back onto the bus. Oleg and Solskjaer stops and chats, and signs for everyone. He was out there longer than all of the other players combined, and um, that just shows what a nice guy he is. You can tell he's a nice guy, comes across really well in interviews, and he's a legend. He's a Manchester United legend. His goal will never be forgotten, but His legacy is now starting to be tarnished. He could just be the guy that took us through this transitional period and got us back on track and built the foundations for a Conte or Zidane to win the league. But he's not going to be the man who wins the league. He's not going to be the man that wins anything at this point in time. Um, I I don't think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer can tactically match up to Klopp, to Guardiola, to... um, to uh, Thomas Tuchel. I don't think he's up there with any of those managers. And unfortunately, he's going to need to be for us to win the league because he's up against three of the best managers in the world. And we need one of those to compete. So I think that two bad results will spool the end, spell the end for Oleg and Solskjaer. So I'm not taking Man United to win this in this game just because um, I'm a Manchester United supporter. I actually am not bothered about this result because the ends will justify the means here if Oleg and Solskjaer goes after these two games. So I'm I'm gonna go eat. Either way I will suffer because I'll be at both of these games, and I and I kind of wish this situation hadn't presented itself at this time. But I also know historically, Olegan and job has been on the line before, and he has this weird way of pulling out ridiculous results when he backs up against the wall eventually he won't and maybe this eventually will be now so we'll wait and see but um i just think they'll they'll find a way but what i'm more sure of is that there'll be goals looking at these two teams and looking at the way they've played as of late and that includes being defensively poor in man united's case i just don't see how that isn't so over two and a half goals and both teams to score will be your lean here for this game So let's close out with the lock. Let me remind you: bonus play available. All you need to do is comment under the soccer gam, uh, the uh, sports gambling podcast Twitter post when this show is put out. There'll be a link to the show at Gambling Podcast. I'll be retweeting it at the at uh, at SGP Soccer, and just comment hashtag respect soccer, like it, and push the hashtag respect. Put the hashtag respect soccer, and I'll give you a bonus play. But your free lock here on this show for listening to this show will be on Borussia Dortmund to avoid a defeat against Ajax. I think these two teams are very, very attack-minded. But of course... Borussia Dortmund are the better side. There are not many players that I would take from Ajax and put in the Dortmund team and when you're going attack versus attack, yes, home advantage is important but I don't think it's important as having better players and having the best finisher in the world. For me, that is Haaland. He's key. He's in key form. We ran down the statistics when we were breaking down this game and I just think there's big value on Dortmund to win this game and uh, obviously the lock here is a play that I most strongly believe will cash and that's going to be simply Dortmund to avoid a defeat. Win this game puts them in a strong position to win the group even joining this game and winning the home game puts them in a strong position in this group and that's what they're going to want to do they're going to want to win this group and put their focus on the bundesliga so Dortmund to avoid a defeat is your lock here at four to six that's it for me good luck of all your bets as always and thanks for listening